Hi, I'm Luke Dixon, and this is Everyday Economics, the podcast that brings you a variety of topics from the world of economics, from answering interesting questions to gaining knowledge from interviews with today's influential business leaders. Today, I'm taking a look at the causes of the Great Depression that took place in the 20th century. The Great Depression was the greatest and longest economic recession in modern world history. It began with the US stock market crash of 1929 and did not end until 1946 after World War II. Economists and historians often cite the Great Depression as the most catastrophic economic event of the 20th century. During the short depression that lasted from 1920 to 1921, known as the Forgotten Depression, the US stock market fell by nearly 50% and corporate profits declined over 90%. However, the US economy enjoyed robust growth during the rest of the decade. The Roaring Twenties, as the era came to be known, was a period when the American public discovered the stock market and dove in headfirst. Speculative frenzies affected both the real estate markets and the New York Stock Exchange. Loose money supply and high levels of margin trading by investors helped to fuel an unprecedented increase in asset prices. The lead up to October 1929 saw equity prices rise to all-time high multiples of more than 30 times earnings and the benchmark Dow Jones Industrial Average increased 500% in just five years. The combination of these factors would ultimately cause the stock market crash. The New York Stock Exchange bubble burst violently on October 24, 1929, a day that came to be known as Black Thursday. A brief rally occurred on Friday the 25th during a half-day session Saturday the 26th, However, the following week brought Black Monday, October the 28th, and Black Tuesday, October the 29th. The Dow Jones Industrial Index fell by more than 20% over those two days. The stock market would eventually fall almost 90% from its 1929 peak. Ripples from the crash spread to Europe, triggering other financial crises such as the collapse of the Boden Credit Anstalt, Austria's most important bank. In 1931, the economic calamity hit both continents in full force. The 1929 stock market crash wiped out wealth, both corporate and private, and sent the US economy into a tailspin. In early 1929, the US unemployment rate was 3.2%, and by 1933 it had soared to 24.9%. Despite many interventions and a lot of government spending by both the Herbert Hoover and Franklin Delano Roosevelt administrations, the unemployment rate remained above 18.9% in 1938. GDP was below 1929 levels by the time the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor in late 1941. While the crash likely triggered the decade-long economic downturn, most historians and economists argue that the crash alone did not cause the Great Depression nor does it explain why the slump's effects were so severe. A variety of events and policies contributed to the Great Depression and helped to prolong it during the 1930s. A key cause of the Great Depression were the mistakes made by the Federal Reserve. The relatively new Federal Reserve, the Fed, mismanaged the supply of money and credit before and after the crash in 1929. By increasing the money supply and keeping the interest rate low during the decade, the Fed instigated the rapid expansion that preceded the collapse. Much of the surplus money supply growth inflated the stock market in real estate bubbles. After the bubbles burst and the market crashed, the Fed took the opposite course by cutting the money supply by nearly a third. 
This reduction caused severe liquidity problems for many small banks and ensured there would be no quick recovery. Following the tradition of protectionists and against the protests of more than 1,000 of the nation's economists, Hoover signed into law the Smoot-Hawley Tariff Act of 1930. The act was initially a way to protect agriculture but swelled into a multi-industry tariff, imposing huge duties on more than 880 foreign products. Nearly three dozen countries retaliated and imports fell from $7 billion in 1929 to just $2.5 billion in 1932. By 1934, international trade had declined by 66%. Not surprisingly, economic conditions worsened worldwide. Clearly then, protectionist policies used in the US were a key cause of the Great Depression. According to the GDP and unemployment figures only, the Great Depression appeared to end suddenly around 1941 to 1942, just as the United States entered World War II. The unemployment rate fell from 8 million in 1940 to under 1 million in 1943. However, more than 16.2 million Americans were conscripted to fight in the armed services. In the private sector, the real unemployment rate grew during the war. Due to wartime shortages caused by rationing, the standard of living declined and taxes rose dramatically to fund the war effort. Private investment dropped from $17.9 billion in 1940 to $5.7 billion in 1943, and total private sector production fell by nearly 50%. Although the notion that the war ended the Great Depression was false, the conflict did put the United States on the road to recovery. So, the main causes of the Great Depression were a combination of many mistakes by the Federal Reserve and the use of damaging protectionist policies that helped to lengthen the period of economic hardship. This has been your host, Luke Dixon. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to check out all my other Everyday Economics podcasts. See you next time.